No is not an answer when the Spirit speaks to you. Provision is there for you. Thanks for tuning into Upward Way Podcast. If you're looking to be spiritually blessed, moved, and inspired, there is no doubt you are in the right place. On our show, guests recount their encounter with Christ and how their lives have been transformed through the grace and love of God. And now, please welcome our host. Hello and welcome to Upward Way. I am your host, Marlon Walters. My guest today is a certified accounting technician with over two decades experience. She's also the CEO of Perfect Hair Skin Products, which is a levy of natural hair products, including manufacturing of Jamaican black castor oil. Most importantly, she's a firm believer in God and she's faithful in what she does. Denise Hamilton, welcome to The Upward Way. Thank you so very much, Mr. Walters. Looking forward for a very wonderful and warm discussion this afternoon. My pleasure to have you today on The Upward Way. Now, for starters, could you just walk us through your faith journey in terms of what it was that caused you to be a Christian? Ever since a child, I've been a Christian, always walking and um, the faith of Christ. But when you're a child and your parents, and in my life, my grandmother for that purpose, when they introduce you to Christ, you're basically just going with the flow, you know? And during the flow, you are saved, yes, from certain activities. But the truth about it is you really have not, for myself, you really have not got in touch with Christ until when life advances and situation faces you and that makes a big difference okay so you said it was your grandmother who was instrumental in terms of laying your faith foundation is that the case yes we do give god thanks for praying believing grandmothers because in these days you do have a few who don't really understand what it is to give a child a Christian foundation to introduce the child to Sunday school or Sabbath school. It makes a big difference. You see, we attend school ordinarily, but when it comes to Sunday school or Sabbath school, that's when your spiritual life is being watered, being nurtured, and that's what you really need to pursue life. I love the way you put it, is watered. Now, could you just share, Lisa, what was it like during those early years? Because I get the hint that you, you started your journey while you were a child. Yes, you would not have understood everything, but what was uh, Sunday school like in those formative years? Sunday school was an event that you look forward to here in Jamaica from which I am communicating with you and this is my home country back in the days when you're in the rural areas sometimes your only recreation is Sunday school 
because we didn't know what it is to go for the movies and all those things. So Sunday school was another area where you meet with another set of children from your community. And that's where we interact and talk about the love of God. That's what gives us the peace in the community as children, the love of God, when we share common scripture verses. And we all know for God so loved the world, you know, we all quote that. And we all know that one day we'll be going to see our Savior in Revelation 21. So you see, Sunday school was really that place that gives you hope, that says to you, despite of. On Monday to Friday, you might have gone to school and somewhere, somehow within school time, you might have been called names which you don't like, nicknames, other children might provoke you, and all those things will happen. But sometimes what makes a difference is that you are a child that is exposed to God. And you're able from even young days to be able to strike the difference, to try to not to be in fights and all those things. We can speak kind words, and that makes a difference from a very young age. And Sunday school, Sabbath school is very essential. They're foundations for life. Foundations for life. You couldn't have said it any better. You know, there are some persons who see the whole idea of children going to to church as something ridiculous, as, okay, shouldn't they be spending time in their books? But in your case, you are saying this was what laid the foundation in terms of your focus, because sometimes persons would say, tease you, they would call your names as you you just um, pointed out. But having that platform, it really gave you an anchor. Now, for persons who may think it's, it's, it's not important for kids to, to grow up in, a, let's say, a church environment, what would be your advice to those individuals? I would kindly say to those individuals, we need a spiritual foundation. A child needs to know that there is an eternal God. A child needs to know that there is someone who is there that saved Daniel. That same person is available to save you when you are in trouble. Do not be quick to self-defense. Let me tell you, when you go into church, there is a control on your ego. It allows you to have a calmness and children need, especially in these days, they need to know that not all situations as they come, they need to be quickly defend themselves. There is a spiritual one. It promised never to leave you. And that spiritual someone will preserve you from all evils. It is very important for children to know it's not just flesh and blood. There is spirit also. Not only flesh and blood, as the Bible says, we wrestle against darkness. I'm just paraphrasing spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, along your journey, you invariably would have had, you know, different encounters, challenging circumstances. What would you say would have been maybe one of your greatest challenges that you would have faced? And then also, how did you overcome? One of my greatest challenges I've experienced because as a young lady growing up, 
their personal desires. And you want the best for yourself. And sometimes you want to take it on your own path. So I personally had experienced in my 20s and 30s, a period of brokenness in terms of a divorce. And I had to go through this divorce again, standing at times only on the premises that there is a God. So that part of my life was the only part, I must say, that I have experienced challenge. I didn't have a challenge in my parenting because in parenting, where mom and dad not available, there were wonderful grandmothers available. So whilst you may not have the riches of life materially, there was wealth in the realm of spirit. And there was wealth in the realm of love. Grandmother love, grandmother embraces, grandmother speak kind words. So that was not, I didn't have an issue or problem along that path. I only faced one challenge in my life, and that one challenge allowed me to be a stronger, better person, and so I can embrace other persons through any storm that you might have encountered. Trust me, there is a God who will never leave you nor forsake you. And so this one challenge of divorce, what it allowed me is that in the deepest depth of my life, I had to step back and I have to say, Lord, there must be a purpose that you have me for. And so I had to go back to the beginning of my own life. And can I tell you? where it starts, it started at Jeremiah chapter one. I had to go back and again, it's because of Sunday school. Well, the scripture said, before I formed thee, I knew thee. And God will not let us into part of dangers and leave us there. In fact, he didn't let us there. Sometimes we stepped off in our own way and then we have to come right back to God. Again, it is Sunday school. I know Jeremiah said, before I formed thee, I know thee. I have a plan for thee. And so I had to step back and say, God, here I am, empty, broken. I know you know me. And indeed, in the deep depths of the situation, God comes through and know. I am rejoicing and I can tell others, doesn't matter what the depths are, the darkest part that you're in, try to step back because he would anoint our head with oil in the presence of all the enemies. In your experience, you went down to the potter's house and you were molded and you were recreated and now you stand as a different person. But I, I have to go back to what you said the foundation laid while you were a child the books of the bible being opened before you you remembered as you said jeremiah's experience that before he was formed 
in the womb, God had a plan for his life. I asked, you know, challenges, and you said you only had one <laughs> challenge. Only have one challenge. Right. So that is indeed uh, significant. It is significant because why I said that is that we know the Lord will not give us more than we can bear. But there was this one that I feel like, God, I know you didn't give me this. And that's why I had to bear it. And that is why I classified as my only challenge because God didn't put me in it. I went off. No, I understand fully. God speaks to us in so many different ways. And as you just recounted, you know, he came to you during that great challenge. But what method does God often use? Does he speak through other spiritual persons? Does he speak? Yes. Let me tell you, Brother Waters, let me tell you. When I recognize my position and when I stand face to face with God in prayer and I put to him, I speak back his word to him. Jeremiah chapter one, Jeremiah 27 and Jeremiah 11, those scriptures. The Lord spoke to me in a dream. In 2009, in the midst of the storm, I spoke with Christ and he spoke back to me in a dream. I lay in my bed and the light came in the vision. I could only describe it like, the, you know, you turn on a flashlight in the dark and the light beams right out. And when that light came, the name of a business was written in the light. I grab it. It came clearly. It says perfect hair and skin products. And it came with the color yellow and purple. That's a royal colors. Those were the colors. And I wore them on my logo for the business. I did not sit and think think of a business. I did not go to a class. I, I went nowhere. It came in a vision. He told me in the vision exactly what to do and where to go. Sometimes along the path, I could not do it all. And every step within this business, the Lord sent destiny helper. Every move along this business, destiny helpers turn up. And so I can say to anyone, he will speak differently. But one thing I guarantee, he will speak when you trust him. And so this business came to me in that light. I grabbed the name. I woke up and I wrote it down. And the spirit was so strong that I had to move. When I entered in my resignation as an accountant, my colleagues, they said I was maybe going cuckoo. I could not understand that. They too could not understand. But I had to move. When the spirit speak, move. And when you do your part, the Lord will do the rest. He promised. And the scripture that keep in my head is that he will not leave us, he will not forsake. And the blessing of the Lord make it rich and it will add no 
So you have answered the question that <laughs> I, I was shipping up to ask in, in terms of, you know, how did you get started into to your line of business? You said it's perfect hair. Hair and skin products. Perfect hair and skin products. Now, tell us, Elizabeth, what is this all about? Tell us, Elizabeth, from your own, as they say, from the horse's mouth. Well, the first product Laura gave to me was manufacturing of our Jamaican black castor oil. I've never done it before, but I knew that my grandmother, again, this grandmother, she never dies. My grandmother, again, would have made this oil and she would have sold it to ladies in the community, but I've never personally made the oil. And so there, God speak, and we have to move. I had to do my own research. I pulled on, was my grandmother deceased by that time? And so I asked my brother if he knows how to make this oil. And he was elatedly, excitedly ready because he said, yes, he remembered how to do the oil. And so I went on, I got my first quart of seed and my brother, I took it to his place and he went through it. And uh, of course we got oil. And that's how it all started. From there on, seeds were not available. And so I had to start planting some of my own. Thankfully, I had a father and my father had properties and there was one property that was available most available. And so I got it farmed at it in 2010. So I started farming in January 2010. The property has its own water and all those things. Everything was just there. I tell you, when the Lord speak, he made the provision. Sometimes we don't even know what we have in our hands, you know. But when that spirit speak, I embrace it and I move. And I started farming. I got my whole seeds. And to date, my farm might not be active because there are so many persons now that farms it to make their own living. And so I'm in a position now where I can purchase it from other farmers. But I tell you, in this business, I am. I just feel like I have absolutely no competitor because I did not step into it on my own. I was called into this business. About five years or so after, I happened to be in the presence of an apostle, Apostle Andrew J. Scott. And he picked me from the crowd and he said to me, that business that you operate, God gave it to you. That was absolute confirmation. All right. My takeaway, I mean, there are so many things to take away from it, but my takeaway is that when the Lord sends you on a journey, never you doubt where he will lead or where that journey will end because once he sends you on the journey, then he has not only equipped you, but he has provided you with all the resources because you have said your father had property. Maybe you, you weren't even thinking about that. Then you didn't know how to get the, the oil from the nut or from the plant, but you were able to liaise with a family member and it was done. Which brings me to another question. You know, sometimes there are persons who they scoff 
when you tell them about your dreams, they, they scoff when you tell them about your ambitions. And maybe you had that experience, maybe not. But what would you say to persons when they come up against doubters and scoffers? What is your advice to them in terms of launching out into the deep end of the sea? I had that experience. I remember family member, even though he had played such wonderful part in helping to have the farm. It was a time when he fell reaping now. And he just said, I don't know what this you're going into. I don't say anything into this. Well, because I know the voice. The voice that speaks makes a difference. Glory to God. And so I was persuaded. I know it's not me by flesh. It was an inner being of me. And so, yes, do not be daunted about persons that will speak. They cannot see it. The Lord did not speak to them and they will not see it. I beseech of you, stay with the voice of the Lord when he speaks. Move. There is provision on the other side. Do your path. He will send destiny helper. No is not an answer when the Spirit speaks to you. Provision is there for you. Thank you for saying that. I have to ask this question because I, I know those who listen might be wondering, uh, is this person always so strong? But have you ever had any reason to doubt during your life journey? I dare not say doubt God because I, I get a sense that you never doubted God, but maybe doubt in terms of where he wanted you to go. Absolutely not. Honestly, from I had this encounter, there was no doubt. It just get better and better. If I had doubt before in life, I've never built my life on doubt. I've always been a goy person. I'm always on the go in a positive way. I've never thought of a doubtful moment. And I think one of the things, though, that had me like this, and I'm being very honest here, my father, as much as I did not live with him, but moments that I spent with my father are great inspirational moments. It was a daddy that always had my back. I was a girl growing up in the countryside and the rural areas, but my daddy put money in my pockets. So it, I have a sense of independence from I know myself. One thing my daddy said to me, girl, you'll never live in the open. I will always have to for you. And as much as I've never really have to go to my father's shelter, when he departed this life, I was touched. Because at the evening of his burial, a will was read and I was blessed with a shelter. He promised it in life and even in death, he made it a reality. And those sort of parental things, it's not a mansion, but sometimes all you need is a room. You just need love. You just need words of assurance. Child need words of assurance. And those words of assurance take a child through life. 
with hope and no fear. Thank God for a daddy who had words of advice, words of encouragement to pass on to you. What is your advice? I'm asking you for more advice to persons who just find it difficult to remain anchored in Christ. They find it difficult to continue along the faith journey. I don't know what their experiences all are, but they just seem to want to give up. What is your advice to these individuals for them to remain anchored to say, you know, God indeed exists? My dear brother, I must start it by saying God does not condemn. I will also say I am not perfect in no way. I've stepped out 100% out, but he fetched me back to his fold. So the Christian walk is not an easy road. It is not easy at all. But we have a God who is unchanging. So he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he's a merciful God. Sometimes what makes it hard for us is that we are harder on ourselves than how God is on us. He said, you forgive us, accept the forgiveness. Brush yourself off and come back to God. Simple and succinct. You are in business and usually when we are in business, we have visions for growth. Whether it has to do with your personal life or in your business life, is there something that you think God is calling you to do right now? And if there is, what would you say that is? Just two weeks or so the most. I was just lying down and giving God thanks. And in the middle of that, the Lord said to me, I allowed you to go through these things when the world was calm. So now, when others are going through it, let them know that I'm still God. I'll help. I become very emotional when the Lord speaks like that to me because I know persons are going through a grave lot of things now during this COVID and I'm I'm in tears right now because tears are a language that God understands. But I say to persons at this time, if God do it for me, he will do it for you. He will come through, trust him. If he didn't leave me out there, he's not going to leave you. And so when I see people now, as I go along, I encounter persons. Some persons do not just give them the word of God and leave them. You have to bless them financially. We can't hug these days. And because we cannot hug, people are dying from love. You have to elbow people now. People need to be touched. But as I go along, if I see a little baby boy, if you need a shoes, if you need something that I can give, Words are good, but give. These are days when we have to be humble. Humility. Touch someone. That's all I will say. Touch someone. As the need arises, touch someone. 
bless someone, give. It will come back to you, press down, shaken together, run it over. These are days of sharing. Humble days they are. I was talking to God about putting on the mask that I don't like, but he gave me Ezekiel chapter eight. When you read it, it tells you, it's all because of what mankind has done, why we have to be wearing the branches over our nose. And so not everybody, sometimes some people is the first, they are going through this thing. They are nice, intelligent, educated people at this time that are thinking suicidal. Come on, if God be for us, he's still for us. And I'm telling you, because he put me through these things and I see how he come through for me, and it is real when I see others. I'm not hoping you're doing. I'm there with you because I know I've been there. But God allowed me to go through these things when the world was happy. I was the only sad person because there was going to be a time where there are going to be many sad people and I would have to be that light shine. I hope I can touch someone today. If he'll allow you to see a new day, give him thanks and trust him. God is laying on your heart the need to be more benevolent, the need to connect more with persons, to do as much as you can to help to transform their lives. For my listeners, our guest today is Denise Hamilton. She's by profession a certified accounting technician with over two decades experience. But in terms of what she's doing now, she is the CEO of Perfect Hair and Skin Products. We are on Facebook, Perfect Hair and Skin Products, LTD, or Perfect Hair and Skin Products. It's a line of natural products, healthy, grow the hair, strengthen the hair, just in case persons having the hair fall in any in a condition of breakage, we do have products for that. And I must say the greatest wealth of all is peace. I will just allow Denise a chance to tell you or listeners where you can go to access these products, whether in Jamaica or other places. I'm not sure if she's shipping internationally, but just share with our listeners where they can actually go to access your products. Thank you very much. Yes, we do ship. We ship worldwide. We are on Facebook at Perfect Hair and Skin LTD or Perfect Hair and Skin products. You can reach us at any time via WhatsApp at 876-356-0556. That's 876-356-0556 or 876-437-6200. I hope you took account of those numbers. Do you have a website that they can go or it's just via Facebook at the moment? Personally, we do not have a direct website at this time. You can see the products on Carib Shopper. And once you go on Carib Shopper, 
search for Jamaican black castor oil. Choose the perfect hair and skin brand. So once you go carob shopper, go for perfect hair and skin Jamaican black castor oil and the perfect brand is right there. All right, so you have heard it. So you, you know exactly where you need to go to get your perfect hair and skin products. Uh, just before we go, Denise, do you have any parting word to share with our listeners? Oh, sure. At this point in time, when the world is having the same experience of this COVID-19, I would encourage everyone, do not take it personal. It's everybody business, everybody's in it. So it's everybody having the same problem. So just be encouraged. Remember now, the greatest wealth of all is peace. So you might have been losing some assets or whatever, but once you have life and you have peace, God is able. And this too will pass. It will pass. So let's share it all together. It's everybody business. So peace in it, please. Find the peace in COVID. It's not a personal thing. It's everybody in the same trouble. So we have to find peace within it. Thanks for tuning in to The Upward Way. We hope that you were blessed by this week's episode. Do join us again next week as we will have another interesting guest sharing his or her story of faith. You've been listening to The Upward Way Podcast the number one audio production show for people who want encouragement and reassurance in a muddled world.